can't stop it. You gotta juggle it all. Don't drop it. Hurry up and wait. Don't hesitate. How do I know when I'm actively listening? When I observe and reflect, what am I learning? And how can I be in action? Welcome to the Radiance Real Talk series. I'm your host, Carol Burton. Thanks for stopping by and being curious. So, recently I've been starting to understand the idea of listening and observing in silence. And when I was a kid, my mother would say, be seen and not heard. And at first I was pretty frustrated about that because I thought, I have something to say. Why can't I say something, right? (laughs) And uh, I realized that when I started to understand the art of listening, my father would say, now Carol, observe this. My mother would say, Carol, watch this. And I began to understand this idea about the third eye and third ear, seeing beyond what's there, seeing and hearing what's beyond being spoken. And so I started to develop this idea called the art of active listening and how we actively are engaged. So when I'm in a meeting, I'm actively listening. That means that I'm present. That means that I'm not necessarily writing notes down. Hmm. That means that I am ingesting and absorbing what's happening. And so when I started to develop that muscle, if you will, I noticed that I was actively observing. I thought, okay, this is kind of interesting. If I'm observing, what was I missing when I was talking? You know, so it's kind of like when there's a lot of people around me and I'm focused in on finding someone. You ever do that? You know, like if you're in a big crowd and a big event and you're looking for your best friend or you're looking for someone that said, hey, you need to contact and connect with that person. You're going to be actively looking, but you're listening to conversations around you and you're observing because you're looking for something specific. In other words, it's very, very focused. Sometimes when I'm active listening and an active observing mode in my mind, I'm also reflecting. It's amazing of how the brain does that, right? So we can take in our sensories, you know, everything around us, our peripheral visions are working. Everything is in tune to what's going on around us. And when I'm listening and observing, I'm reflecting. In other words, I'm ingesting it, interpreting it, throwing it into my universe of scope and understanding all at the same time. So 
case in point, I was in a conversation recently where the person called with some pretty devastating news. And they were asking for help. They point blank asked for help, which I so appreciate. So I'm the type of person is very resource centered. I ingest a lot of information and I always tuck it away because as my father would say, just in case you never know, it may come in handy. So <laughs> that's what I do. And so this person came to me and I started, you know, really beginning to start pulling information and resources and tools. But then I stopped and I asked what's called a powerful question. We'll get to powerful questions in a later podcast episode. You'll, you'll like that one. Trust me. And so I said, let me, let me ask this question. And by doing so, it pivoted the entire conversation. So a conversation that took about 25 minutes really probably could have taken 10 to 15 had I stopped looking, 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 looking to answer the initial question, because then I asked the super question, observed and listened and reflected to get to the actual contact and resource that person needed. You see, that's the power of active listening and, and active observation while reflecting at the same time. And I thought that if I do all three, I, you know, I'm doing pretty good, right? I'm listening to you. I'm present. I'm observing. I'm seeing what's going on all around me. And then I'm reflecting on what I'm learning. I think that when we reflect on what we learn, it's through my lens of perception, right? And that's a psychological thing. And that's great. The question then becomes, how am I acting upon that? What does that look like? So recently I was in a uh, retreat, very cool retreat, actually. Really enjoyed it. The leader of the retreat uh, for this topic, uh, her name is Jane Krim, and she's a certified spiritual director from the Sacred Ground Center for Spirituality in St. Paul, Minnesota. Jane is a wonderful person. She is very, um, she's light. You know how, you ha you know how you meet people in life that are light and they, it's like they float. You know what I mean? Some people would always say, uh, Prince, uh, an amazing musician, you know, everybody said Prince would float and I believe that. And so Jane, she floats in her own way as well. Well, she was leading this fantastic conversation called active hope. I know, right? Isn't that fantastic? And so active hope is uh she 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 gleaned a lot of from her work um on this lecture she gave and this reflection and from the book called active hope how to face the mess we're in without going crazy isn't that a great title uh the authors are joanna macy and chris johnstone and i i want to give all three of those folks their credit because Jane took us on a ride in the constructs of active hope and it really tied for me quite well the fourth piece that I have been searching for so now I can present this series that I'm calling the art of right the art of active listening the art of 
active observing, the art of active reflection, and now the art of active hope. During the reflection, she passed out a sheet of paper, and I want to read it to you because it's just that poignant, about active hope. Oftentimes we look at hope to say, well, I hope it works. I hope it'll succeed. <laughs> I hope that business will stay open. I hope that nonprofit will stay adrift. But hope is just that. It's just hope. When we put the words active in front of listening, active observing, active reflection, active hope, active moves the conversation in a way that we never even realized. So from Jane Krim, I give this to you as far as her reflection on Johanna Macy and Chris Johnstone's work from Active Hope, How to Face the Mess We're In Without Going Crazy. Active hope is not wishful thinking. Active hope is not waiting to be rescued by the Lone Ranger or some leader or savior. Active hope is waking up to the beauty of life on whose behalf we can act. We belong to the world. The web of life is calling us forth at this time. We have come a long way and are here to play our part. With active hope, we realize that there are adventures in store, strengths to discover, and comrades, contacts, and friends to link arms with. Active hope is a readiness to engage. Active hope is a readiness to discover the strengths in ourselves and in others. A readiness to discover the reasons for hope and the occasions for love. A readiness to discover the size and strength of our hearts, our quickness of mind, our steadiness of purpose, our own authority, our love for life, the liveliness of our curiosity, the unsuspected deep well of patience and diligence, the keenness of our senses and our capacity to lead. None of these can be discovered in an armchair or without risk. So, are we ready for the Radiance Real Talk action question? Isn't that great? Okay, so the action question is, what are the active ways that you listen, observe, reflect, and hope. What do those look like? And how can you do that? How can we be in the art of all four actively? 
What does that look like from a leadership perspective? As you lead teams, as you lead family, as you lead friends, as you follow those who lead you. How does that work powerfully? What can that look like? And how does that reflect on your purpose? I thought this would be a good one for us to do and deep dive a little bit more as a series. So look for more on that. Until our next encounter, take care of you because you did not rise today to be mediocre. Carol Burton is a dynamic storyteller that keeps her audiences engaged from the beginning to the end of her topic. If you're looking for a speaker for your next event, consider Carol. Please visit radianceresources.org for more information. Located in the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro area, we thank office centers where this podcast was recorded. For more information, visit officecenters.com. We thank the amazing jazz artist Vicki Mountain of her song, Too Bad, our podcast theme. Thanks to Joshua Michael Films for help with video production and audiovisual needs. Find him at joshuamichaelfilms.com. Special thanks to Sarah Patnode of Full Stride Digital Media. Thank you, Sarah, for your vision and cheerleading. For more information and podcast notes, please visit radianceresources.com dot org.